everybody out there in podcast land. It's your girl, Sharon, the chocolate girl, coming right back at you, talking some sports today. My favorite thing to talk about. Did you miss me? I know you did. I missed you guys too. So we're finishing up the second full week of 2022 and week 18 of the NFL regular season and the start of the wild card race. I, for one, feel they should never have extended the season to 18 games, but it is what it is. The NFL got their bread in the 18th week, and oh, it's been a wild one. But I'm not going to talk about all the teams in the games of this week. Everybody's doing that. I don't want to do that. I'm going to focus on one, the greatest team in the National Football League. The team with more fan clubs in more different cities than any other. The only team in the league that has 32 home stadiums. That's right. I said it. 32 home stadiums. Argue with your mama. The first to six championships in the modern Super Bowl era. The only team to win four of those championships within six years. The team run by the greatest ownership family in history. The creator of the Rooney Rule. The most beloved sports organization in Pennsylvania. Sorry, Eagles. Home of the legendary Steel Curtain. Two going on three Hall of Fame coaches. The rulers of the AFC North. So you won the division this season, Bengals. That's a rare occurrence, so don't get used to that. But anyway, the black and gold with the terrible towels, the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's right. I'm coming at all of you haters, the ones who talked crap about us all season, especially my beloved quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. You laughed all season. You wrote us off and said we were trash. But I don't think you're laughing too much now, right? Because we're in the playoffs. So you ready? You ready for this? All right. Because here we go. I'll tell you what. This has been an exciting finish to a very unique season. It's the first one uh, with the new schedule, the new lineups, and everything. But on Monday, January the 3rd, My beloved Pittsburgh Steelers appeared in its last home game of the season. At Heinz Field, that is. Their opponent was a team I call paper champions. The Cleveland Browns. They look good on paper the last four seasons. But each year, I tell the fellas I discuss sports with that they aren't winning anything. They've got Baker Mayfield as its quarterback. (laughs) But anyway, Vegas had the Browns winning by at least six by game time. My prediction, Pittsburgh 23, Cleveland 21. Score ended up being 26-14 in our favor, of course. And in that game, the Steelers beat the Browns in first downs, rushing yards and rushing TDs, total yards, turnovers, uh, we had fewer penalties, and we had a greater time of possession. We sacked Baker Mayfield nine times for 46 yards lost, and not only did our defense have a great game, but our offense outperformed them overall. Vegas, again, had Cleveland favored to win by six. 
Vegas was wrong. So then week 18 comes along, final week of this long season. No one had us beating the Ravens. But after a short week, here we go. We rolled up into Baltimore, who was without their starting quarterback, Lamar Jackson. But you know, many people have said that Tyler Huntley, the backup, was showing up better than Lamar. So they couldn't even use that as an excuse. Vegas had Baltimore by as much as 13 at one point. I don't think you can use that quarterback issue as an excuse if Vegas has you up by 13. I picked us to win 28 to 40. I'm sorry, 28 to 24. The final score was 16 to 13 in a low scoring, ugly final game of the regular season. During this game, we scored off three perfect Chris Boswell field goals and a short six-yard pass to Chase Claypool from Big Ben. Nothing fancy. No two-point conversions or onside kicks or any trick plays. But Big Ben orchestrated drives in the fourth quarter and in overtime by getting big conversions on third and fourth downs. Big Ben got the game ball from Coach Tomlin when we won over Baltimore week 13. And that's when he went for 236 yards passing and two touchdowns. So I imagine he got the game ball over this uh, week 18 win versus Baltimore as well. But going into the game, the Steelers were still in the hunt for a playoff spot. They were only given a 6% chance of making it. Why? Well, mainly because the Steelers were panned as a bad team all season. Even when we fought hard and won, nobody gave us credit. No one. But of course, the Steelers, we don't play to get kudos from reporters and analysts and all you haters out there. We play to win for ourselves and the true fans, for the city of Pittsburgh. That's why we want to win. Like Coach Tomlin said throughout the season, when asked various times about some negative comment made about them, we don't care. All we care about is getting the job done and winning. 6% chance to make the playoffs. That's it? (laughs) Us, the Pittsburgh Steelers with our pedigree? 6% if you want to. So what we needed to get into the playoffs that week, we needed the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Colts. That We figured that that's not likely. And for the Raiders and the Chargers, who are division rivals of each other, to not tie in their final game. So during this Steelers-Ravens game, word got to them that miraculously the Colts lost. When interviewed later, none of the Steelers would say that that was a motivating factor to win this game. But come on, it had to be. You hear that the Colts actually lost to the Jaguars? Oh, it's getting real now. You had to think that. But anyway, this game was a hard, grimy game. Tempers flared a little, as it often tends to do when we play them. We can't stand each other, period. We sacked Tyler Huntley, who played an all right game. But we sacked him three times, and we picked him twice. Picked him off. We pressed him nine times, forcing him into scramble situations eight times. Baltimore just was no match and was running away from us all night. But I want to get back to that week 17's game with the Browns at Heinz Field. 
It's speculated that that will be Big Ben's last home game of his illustrious career as he may retire. The tribute video that they played, lovely. Terrible towels and signs of thank yous to Big Ben were everywhere. Cam Hayward let Ben walk to center field for the coin toss alone in his honor. He has so much respect for Ben. Ben put on a clinic on what it means to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. So did he throw for five touchdowns and 595 yards? No. But what he did do is he showed his value on the field. When things got tough, he stayed calm and he stepped up. Tomlin gave him that credit in his press conference. Near the end of the game, you know, Ben was on the sidelines, taking it all in. You could see him just looking up and looking around with his, with his coat on and just, you know, just kind of pensive, right? All of a sudden, <laughs> we get uh, an interception. And so Ben gets one more time to go out on the field. It was beautiful. One more snap. So Big Ben Roethlisberger ended this home game by taking a knee and his teammates surrounded him and celebrated with him on the field. It was very dramatic and very touching to me, especially as a Steelers fan. Big Ben then stood alone on the field. He was surrounded by photographers. He was waving and looking all around uh, Heinz Field and that Steeler Nation. His tears were falling. He was saying thank you. You could see him mouthing thank you um, to all the fans and everyone. And then when he was interviewed right there on the field, he cried while he talked about these fans and what they mean to him and what it means to play at Heinz Field and even what it means to beat the Browns, a team he's only lost to three times. And as he walked off the field, he did a final victory lap, shaking hands before going into the tunnel. He's greeted by his wife and the three kids. And I'm sure all of you saw the video of Big Ben walking back towards the locker room with his family. This huge man holding these little hands, maybe for the final time. It was just beautiful. That's Big Ben. That's my dude. What a way to close out the season. Winners. Nine, seven, and one. A team not expected to finish any place but last in the division finished second. Six, two, and one at home. Three, five, and oh on the road. Four and two in the division. Seven and five in the conference. Two, two, and one in non conference games. Shout out to one of my sports discussion friends, Ace. You know who you are. He said that we wouldn't even win eight games. Mm hmm. Yeah. I guess he lost that bet. But anyway, way to go out. We went three and two in the last five games of the regular regular season, and we finished strong. So now after that win at Baltimore and the Colts losing, well, all we needed was for the Raiders and the Chargers not to collude to tie and actually try to win. I was looking at that like, okay, somebody better win this game. But after all, you know, they hate each other, as division rivals often do. Why would either of them care if the other gets in? If they tie, 
they both get in and the Steelers are out. If one of them wins, that winning team gets in, the Steelers get in, and their division rival does not. Okay, so I don't it's a no-brainer to me. I would have tried to win the game. So finally, after making a sweat and going into overtime, the Raiders got some courage like the cowardly lion in the Wizard of Oz or something, and decided to try and win. And when they did, I could tell by the faces of the Chargers that they were stunned. The Raiders didn't keep up their agreement. They didn't understand the assignment. Perhaps Coach Herm Edwards went over to Vegas and reminded them that you play to win the game. Well, they won it. And the Steelers are in the playoffs. Now, keep in mind, everybody, especially all you haters out there in Mac Nicholas land. If we didn't win our last two games of the regular season, we would not be in the playoffs regardless. No matter what the Raiders and the Chargers did. This is a lesson and a reminder to some of you. Never count out the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't care how bleak it looks. Or how trash you think we are, you better not count us out. Because just when you think we're out, we are born again and we come back. So today is Sunday, January 16th, 2022. And the wild card, even in game, puts the Pittsburgh Steelers up against the number two seeded Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, I predict we will win the game. 28 to 24 in a close one. I never give up on my Steelers. The Chiefs finished 12 and 5 and just beat us 36 to 10 about three weeks ago. And that was without Travis Kelsey. He's playing today. And Travis Kelsey, that dude is something else. I acknowledge that. But that following that week that they beat us 36 to 10, <laughs> they lost to the Bengals. So some say Kansas City is playing their best ball of the season. Well, so are we. Because remember, as Coach Tomlin reminded y'all in a press conference the other day, you all counted us out week four. Because remember, we were trash, right? We were trash. We led the league in sacks with this trash organization for the fifth year in a row. Fifth year. So we need to capitalize on our strengths in this game. We will have to have T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, and the boys ready to do damage to that offensive line. Mahomes falls to only 41.2 completion rate and a negative 11.3 completion percentage over expectations when facing a front four providing pressure. And boy, can we provide pressure. We got to rush and blitz him all night. We got to press him. We got to bat everything in the air. Cam Hayward, y'all better get it done. Also, the last four weeks of the season, Kansas City went from allowing just 13.1 points per game to going up to 24 points per game and 392 yards per game. So they're not a scary defense right now at all. The Steelers have to not only sack Mahomes, but they must make holes for Najee to run right on through. They need to protect Ben, stop letting them get sacked. And they also 
need to make sure that the wide receivers catch the passes that Ben is throwing. You know, the, the media loves to show all those clips of Ben overthrowing players, right? They love to show that or when he can't move out the pocket since he's old. But they failed to show all the times he passes the ball right on the money and the wide receivers just don't, they just don't catch it. They drop passes or they don't catch it at all. Juju is coming back. Juju Smith-Schuster. Been out since week four. He's coming back. He hasn't played since then, though. So I'm not jumping up and down about Juju. But Deontay and him need to catch the ball. This promises to be an exciting game. Very exciting for me, especially as a Steelers fan. But no matter the outcome... I'm proud of my team. I'm proud of Mike Tomlin, Big Ben, Steeler Nation, with all our terrible towels. I really hope we shock the world and win. We need to do it for Dan Rooney. In his memory, all the Steeler greats that came before us, after all, we are legend. We are legend and we're legendary. We are the greatest NFL organization of all time, and we need to go out there and show them who we are. That's what I say. So, again, it's the wild card weekend, y'all. It's the wild card. After the game tonight, I'm going to be sipping on some tea, eating a few bonbons, proud to be a Steeler girl. So shout out to Steeler Nation all over the world. You know we're the only NFL team with 32 home arenas. Remember that. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if you're not part of Steeler Nation, you wouldn't understand. So thank you for joining me today. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends and tell them, hey, did you hear what Chocolate said? No? Well, check this out then. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. This is episode 13 of my first season. So be sure to go back and check out the other 12 if you haven't already. And as always, remember, I wish you nothing but love, peace, and chocolates.